Hi there, it's me, Marlene. How you guys? How you doing? Welcome back. Um, well, I'm gonna continue on because I'm still in the journey of you know learning to love self about self love. You know how to love myself deliberately. And now um, I'm you know now I've you know I completed the book of Romans, but now I'm in First Corinthians now too. And you know what? I'm as I'm learning about self love. I'm learning, you know, I'm learning that self-love and, you know, about, you know, you have to know how to love yourself. And I said it before in order to love others. Now, in this part of self-love, you know, is learning to be, you know, learning to decrease yourself in order for the spirit within you to increase, you know, meaning that, you know, this is something I'm considering self-love as well. I have to humble myself, you know, in order to love others too as well. And um, in order, you know, in order for us to come in, in order for me to come in unity and, you know, uh, with anyone, especially when it comes to the congregation I'm under, to you know, the ministry I'm under, the head I'm under as well. Like I noticed that this is a big issue with the body of Christ now that there's really not that much unity. There's so much division and it shouldn't be that way. And, you know, and it stems for the fact that majority of us need to know how to humble ourselves. And, you know, it also stems from the fact that we really don't know ourselves. So this is where self-love comes in, where, you know, we ask God to guide us, where we ask God, okay, what is it about me that you see that is special or unique? Or, you know, or if it's an issue that you have with yourself where you really don't like yourself, ask God you know, to guide me to, you know, to show me how to love myself. Remember, always revert back to Psalm 139, verse 14. He said, you know, and that's the word that, you know, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous is thy works. Remember, you are his creation. And I remember what Dr. Mara Monroe said that, you know, if you don't love yourself, how you can love others? And I mentioned this before in a podcast. That was the first time I heard someone said that. And that really astonished me because how can I say I truly love others if I don't know how to love myself? And that means you have to learn how to forgive yourself, you know, call out the things that is about you that may hinder you for God, you know, from God using you for your, for his purpose and his glory for your life, for his life, you know, actually for your life. I'm sorry. Yeah. For your life. But, you know, but it's that manifestation of the kingdom in heaven, you know, manifesting on the earth, you know, through you because you are one of the chosen ones so i'm gonna read romans you know i'm gonna read two chapters one from romans and one from first corinthians so i'm gonna read romans um chapter 15 verses 5 through 6 it says now the lord of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to christ jesus and verse six says that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, first Corinthians and, you know, chapter one and verse 10 says, now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Glory be to God. Because as I was reading those two up, I'm like, wow. Because it really ministered to me that, you know, this is where I fall short into. And to be honest, I'm going to be honest with you and I'm going to be honest with self too. Because um, it's really hard to understand people in my, from my perspective. 
where in the past I realized that, you know, I used to tolerate people. Meaning that there's some things I would like about a person, some things I don't like. But I just realized, see, I use the word like. And this word like is not in the scripture. This is a world, you know, this is a world, world, you know, a worldly word, like. Where the scripture is either you hate a person or you, you love the person or you hate the person. And there can be no in between. So there's no such thing as like. We are made to love. So... You know what? The division that's going on now with the churches, and when I say churches, it's not you know just you going to a ministry, but it's the it's the body itself, people individually, like um, me speaking. You know, and this is coming from self. Like we really have to humble ourselves. We really do need to know how to humble ourselves and really die to you know really have our flesh die to the spirit. You know why? Because it's impossible to really say we love people and then there's things that that will irritate us if it's if there's thing about people that irritates you and it could be the smallest thing then there is you know there's still work to be done within you and that's me included because um i don't want i don't want to live like that to be honest i don't want to live like the world live like you know you only love me when i give you things or you only love me when i'm helping you but what what about when i'm when i'm down and out can you just love me and just be there for me can you help me without having any expectation of a you know of a return from me meaning that you know can you help me like you know can you be that you know that you know can you be your brother sister and keeper when they need you are you going to tear them down? Are you going to speak harshly about them? Even those that may, you know, push your buttons. Are you going to let your anger? And let me say this. That's a work in progress. That really takes that love, that agape love. When you really die to self to the point where, you know what? You have to allow people just to take the, you know, just, you know, just to take the last word. Like, you know, so, and this is where I'm in a season now where I have to be silent. Like, I have to learn how to really be silent. And being silent means not just, you know, talking too much, but just staying quiet, like listening, be an effective listener. And that's what I asked God for, to help me listen, you know, be effective listener. Cause you know, I always talk, 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 talk. And, um, I only talk to people that I'm comfortable with, you know, as I'm mentioning this, because me doing this podcast is really, you know, out of my comfort zone. But this is me sharing something that, you know, because I'm behind the scene of the podcast, I'm comfortable sharing because, you know what, this is more of a testimony for me as I'm speaking, because it's a learning process for me as well, as I'm going through this journey of self-love, because it really takes it is this journey here this self love journey is hard i ain't gonna lie this is one of the hardest thing i have to go through because it's literally you're tearing down every layer about yourself if you you know when you're learning about yourself the good things and the bad things things that needs to die inside of you in order for the holy spirit to use you even when you're saying that oh i'm i don't think this is for me lord i don't cuz i'm like that cuz i'll prophesy about a, you know about a thing here now about being in a leadership and like, i kid you not i literally told myself you know not self but i really told myself that my spiritual sister did you know what i'm not ready for and it, you know what she told me it's not about yourself it's really about what god you know is ordaining you or positioning you for for his glory for his purpose and let me say that this is where you have to shut yourself down and stop things saying i'm not because really god called who he qualifies 
It's not like the world that, oh, you have to be, you know, going to school, have these accolades. God called who he qualified. And let me say this. You may be the, the um, you may be the underdog, but God used the underdogs because he know that, you know, we're not, you know, you're not going to be there or we're not going to be there just to do things, just to get the, you know, just to get the fame, to be glorified. You know, at the end of the day, he looks at the heart. Remember the story of David. He was considered an underdog. Out of his, you know, many brothers who Samuel, you know, was, you know, was, you know, was going, you know, one by one to see who's going to be the king. But is, you know, what he, what the Lord told Samuel, because Samuel was looking at the outside appearance of David's brother. He said he looks at the heart. And just like Moses, when Moses made the excuse that, you know, how could he lead a people when he's, you know, you know, he gave God every excuse about his speech or everything like that. But look, God positioned him a, a person for him, you know, for, to help him. And he was, you know, that what he, you know, that's what Aaron stepped in and to help him. But he still had to lead a nation. And just like, um, and just like, you know what, too? And something about the stories too, and you know, along with that, we have to be bold. We have to have the spirit of boldness just to step out of, you know, just to step out of our comfort zone. And let me say this, that's the hardest thing to do. It really is, especially for me, as I'm going through this journey as well. Because I'm thinking about just thinking about Esther, as I mentioned, um, you know, David and Moses, how she was so bold when she when Mordecai gave her that message about that, you know, she has to go to the king and plead for her people and you know she came to you know when Mordecai said the statement that don't just think that you know you're in your position now that you that you will be safe as a queen and she made that decision okay I must go see the king and if I perish I perish and that's boldness and you know you have women in the bible and like you know the story of Deborah you know and you know I love the story of Deborah too I call her Deborah you know you, you know people pronounce her as Deborah you know she's being the first woman judge and you don't hear too much about her but I like how she you know she she used wisdom and how she used the counsel of God to lead the you know the uh, the you know the people of Israel and that's how we're supposed to be. Remember, when God positioned you for a, you know, positioning you for his glory, he's not going to leave you by yourself. He's always going to provide guidance and ask for it too. Remember, he's not just going to, you know, he's not going to, you know, sometimes we do need help and we can't go in and by our, you know, in our own thinking, you know, and this is why it says a proverb that, you know, um, that, you know, um, you know, in honor, we should acknowledge the Lord, acknowledge him and not lean into our own understanding. Because, you know, and, you know, uh, our, our, our knowledge is, you know, is not really, you know, it's not really um, a bond. It's not really valid. We really have to seek the counsel of God because remember we're spirits and we're, you know, we're set apart from the world. And everything we do is led, you know, should be spirit led. Like, you know, I, I'm going to say it should be spirit led because sometimes we just walk out of, you know, we just walk out of the will of God thinking that it's God and it's not. And we have to use wisdom. So, and, you know, and this is throwing me, but I'm sorry, you guys, I did throw me off a little bit as I'm thinking here that, you know, it, 
you know, with reading these two chapters of Romans in First Corinthians, it really, you know, talks, of, you know, for me, it really got me thinking about the unity portion of it, about, you know, that self-love where, you know, we have, you know, we have to learn how to really love our spiritual brothers and sisters in Christ and not just them, even people in the, you know, even people in the world too, because we have to show that love to others and we really have to work on it, you know, working on it and working ourselves in doing so and giving that kind of love too. Because to be honest, loving others is one of the hardest things for me personally, but I'm gonna, you know, I, I desire to learn to. I desire to love people the way God loved people, the way Jesus did when he walked the earth, when he was healing, he didn't discriminate. And that's the one thing I loved about the scripture about Jesus. When he did his ministry on earth, he did not discriminate against no one. He did not segregate or discriminate. He had compassion, and that's the heart I desire, to have compassion for, you know, for everyone. No matter what their sin, you know, no matter what their sin is, because you know what? I serve the God of love. I don't love the sin they're doing, but I still want to genuinely love them the way that God loved me. So I hope I said something that, you know, that got you, you know, that would inspire you to think too about, you know, that area about being your brothers and sisters, keep and really loving people generally. Because in doing so too, when we love others, we, you know, we when we come as a community, we are strong in force. We are strong, you know, united. You know, divided we fall, united we stand, especially in this season where we need one another, like never before, especially to fight this spiritual warfare against the enemy. So I, you know, I really do hope that I did say something that will inspire you and make you think about, you know, do you truly have that love for your spiritual brothers and sisters or for strangers or others besides yourself? I hope I did say something that will open your, you know, your, um, your senses, your spiritual sense and get you to think. And I want to say God bless you and I love you and thank you for listening.